Hey, you're listening to the Let Me Eat podcast, where I give my unpopular opinion about sports and general news. My name is Naquan Ingram, and I'm a 23-year-old that talks about sports in his spare time. Today's episode will be about some projections for the 2019-2020 NBA season. As for six man of the year, it's Lou Will's title for the taking because I don't see anybody taking it from him. He's the best player off the bench for any team in the league. I see people that can challenge him, and just in case he falls off, such as D. Rose and Spencer Dewitty. They're definitely great players. They just they just don't bring the same type of tenacity as Lou Will. He's he's a different animal coming off that bench. He's definitely a starter on anybody's team, but he chooses to come off the bench, and that's definitely why the Clippers have had so much success in the recent years with him on the team. For Defensive Player of the Year, I believe Rudy Gobert will win it again. I believe that his team is stacked right now to the point where he doesn't have to burn himself out. He doesn't have to pay 35 plus minutes a night. He can play a good 25 to 35 and play efficiently and average two to three blocks a game. And he's definitely gonna be a monster. But you cannot sleep on Kawhi Leonard because he also has a stacked team. And he does not have to play 40 minutes a night now to play effective. So he, he can play 25 to 35 to 40 minutes a night if he chooses to. And he can still average two, two steals a game. And he's definitely going to be a threat for that defensive player of the year this year. It's, it's going to be different. It's going to be tough. But I, I believe Rudy Gobert will be the winner. For most improved, I don't see anybody getting this over D-Book. D-Book is about to become a first-year All-Star with Klay Thompson getting injured. That two spot has opened up, and I don't see anybody taking that from him. He he can't. He's not better than Klay. He's not better than James Harden. So I see why he's been getting snubbed all these years, but Klay's injured. There's nobody that's a two-guard that's better than him. You can maybe say C.J. McCollum, but I, I think D-Book's going to get become an all-star this year, and he's definitely getting most improved, without a doubt. So I have him over everybody else. For Rookie of the Year, I have Jackson Hayes over Zion. This kid is 6'10", 220 pounds. He averaged... 2.2 blocks and 5 rebounds and 10 points. Stats are not popping, but I recognize real defense when I see it. He's a real defensive minded guy. He's gonna, him being healthy, he's gonna stay in his league for a very, very long time. Now, I can see him maybe getting injured once or twice and still being the same player, still providing that same energy, still being a defensive minded guy. Now, I can't say the same for Zion. Him with one or two injuries, he doesn't jump the same. He's not going to be able to put up those same numbers as he did in, in college. That 22 points, 9 rebounds, 2.1 steals, and 1.8 blocks. I don't I don't see him putting up those same numbers. But, you know, who knows? He, he might even be an all-star this year based off his famous celebrity, just like Blake Griffin and Yao Ming as being rookie all-stars. So... We'll see where this goes at the end of the season. But for now, I'm picking Jackson Hayes for my rookie of the year. For MVP, I have 
a three-way tie between LeBron, Nikola Jokic, and Dane Lillard. The case for LeBron is he's had too much time in the offseason. He's training, getting better, and he definitely has a chip on his shoulder. He's not playing with y'all. When he's, he's, he's going for a title. And with that title, that MVP will follow. So I know for a fact he's not worried about that anymore. He's not that 25, 26-year-old LeBron that's chasing the MVP title. He's chasing the ring, and he's dead-ass serious. And when he gets into that, I'm, I'm getting to my ring mode, that MVP just walks right behind him and said, hey, hey, tag, tag me along. Now, for Nikola Djokic, I think he's a young guy that's playing out of his mind. Him getting all these triple-doubles, him leading his team to the second round, past the Spurs, that was a very, very tough series. And I think if he brings that same tenacity this season, he's definitely going to be in MVP talks. For Dame, I believe that Dame's team is probably going to finish two or three in the West. I think that him, C.J. McCollum, Hassan Whiteside, Paul Gasol, maybe Nurkic when he comes back, they're going to be a real threat. And they're going to be at the top of the West, and he's going to be leading them. So he's definitely going to be in a running for the MVP. That's just my opinion. Now we'll be talking about how the East and the West playoffs will be looking like at the end of the year. Based on how it's structured now. So if there's no injuries throughout the year, this is what I believe the playoffs will look like. In no particular order, I have Golden State. I think with the addition of D'Lo, they'll bounce back and make the playoffs. How far they'll go, I don't know. I, I don't think they're going back to the chip. But I definitely think they're making the playoffs. The Lakers, I think with the addition of Anthony Davis and the healthy LeBron, going into the playoffs is a guarantee. The Clippers, with Kawhi and Paul George and pretty much that entire same court up there last year, without a doubt they're making the playoffs. Might make the chip, depending on how that year goes. I believe the Nuggets are going to be the one or the two in the West. They lost three or four games at the end of the year last year, bumped it down to four, but they were definitely one and two when it mattered most, just not when it really mattered the most because they were the four seed. So. Um, I have the Spurs. I think with Dejounte Murray coming back into the lineup this year and the rest of the team still playing hard, I think they're they're going to be better than the eight seed, and maybe the seven seed. I believe no, not too higher than that, but seven or eight seed, yeah, for sure, without a doubt. I have Portland. I think they're probably going to be the three seed this year again, but with them adding Whiteside, Gasol, and getting Nurchik back at, at some point in the season, they're going to be a real threat deep in the playoffs. If Dame shows up how, how he normally does, not against Golden State, but how he normally does, and C.J. McCollum comes up like he normally does, with those guys added to their roster, they're definitely going to make, make it far. The Jazz. I think the Jazz, with just the addition of Mike Conley, is going to be a different animal. I think Ricky Rubio was holding him back because he was a liability at the point guard position. So I think with Mike Conley filling in that gap, they're definitely making it to the third round. Depends on who they run into. They run into the Clippers. They run into LA. It's going to be a little problem, but 
I can see them going into the third round. For sure. The Rockets have them as the final spot locked in the West. Uh, I'm not entirely too sure how far they'll go. I know based off talent, they're definitely making the playoffs. But how far they'll go, it's tough. It's definitely tough because I know Westbrook has his, his meltdown moments and it's not good for his team. And I know Harden has his meltdown moments. It's not good for his team. Um, I know at one point in time, they did mesh together, but they have developed until their own superstars. So I know they have their own play styles now and they're both ball dominant. So it's going to be interesting to see how they play throughout the season. And that's mainly going to dictate how much they're going to play in the playoffs together as the one and two because maybe Harden might play out there a little bit more and have Westbrook on the bench and then vice versa they might have Westbrook on the floor a lot and have Harden on the bench so you never know but I definitely have them playing in the playoffs now for the East it was kind of hard because a lot of changes happened in the East and a lot of players left a lot of players signed but no notable big superstar signs. So it's like, eh, I don't know. So I have the Celtics. Even though they lost Kyrie, they gained Kemba. And they pretty much have that same core. Uh, I think they're probably going to be the two or the three seed in the, in the East. If not the first. Because they still have a great squad. They still have a great coach. But them winning games are in the in the middle of the season there. And the All-Star game, is, it's, it's been tough. So... I definitely have them making it. Uh, I have the Raptors. Even though they lost Kawhi, they've still been a great team. Regardless, they're still coached by a great coach. Even though that was his first year, every other year they've been coached by a great coach. And it's been the same players. So I don't see anything too different. Uh, I know there's going to be a big void at that three spot. So um, I'm real curious to see who's going to play that. Uh, I have the Celtics. That's an obvious one. Same two players coming back. They added Trey Burke. Um, hopefully with this offseason, Ben Simmons really uses that jump shot that's in those videos that everybody's seeing, and he becomes a shooter. If he becomes a shooter, and then he got Trey Burke putting up shots as well, they're going to be a real threat to win the East. Um, I initially had Brooklyn. But I remember Katie had an injury, and I know how hard it is for Kyrie to lead a team to the playoffs by himself. So I actually did take them out, and I added Miami. I have Jimmy Buckets going crazy this year. Him and Tyler Harrell, I think they're going to mesh really, really well together, and I see them making the playoffs in the East. I have the Pistons also making the playoffs. I have Blake and D. Rose and... Blake, Blake's putting up a, a better jumper than fucking Ben Simmons, and that's sad. So, you know, him with that new jumper and, and D-Rose finding that second win to become a, a an NBA elite again, I can definitely see them making the playoffs. I had the Magic, but I know they barely made it last season. Had the hair on their chinny-chin-chin. And I don't, I don't think the the team in the East is going to allow them to make the playoffs again, even with their one all-star. So I have Atlanta, a young core team that's hungry, ready for that next challenge. And I think the playoffs 
as being their next challenge is going to be something they're going to accomplish this season. I have the Pacers. They added Michael, Malcolm Brogdon this offseason. They made it the playoffs without their, their superstar. He got injured halfway through. So with them, with him coming back and adding Malcolm Brogdon, they're going to be a threat to win the East. Definitely. They have a lot of defense, and they have some streaky shooters. So watch out for them. And then last but not least, I have the Bucks. obviously. They were so close to winning the NBA Finals. I mean, going to the NBA Finals. They won the first two games of the Easter Conference Finals and then lost four straight. Mainly due to their superstar melting down certain games. And they just don't have shooters. They added Kyle Korver this offseason. So that's definitely a plus for them. And hopefully he can teach Giannis to shoot a little bit from behind that free throw line because he, he definitely needs it. He needs a shooting coach with Kyle Corey being a veteran and obviously being a shooting coach as well. He can show him a little bit of something. So hopefully that, that goes well for this offseason. For coach of the year, I have Mike Malone of the Denver Nuggets winning. I don't see another coach that's going to chase the one and the two with young guys other than his team. Most people are just going to fall into that one and two spot, like maybe the, the Lakers or the Clippers. Like they're just going to fall into that. But he's definitely going to have an MVP caliber player this year with Nikola Djokic. So I can honestly say that I see him winning coach of the year. If you're still listening to the podcast, I deeply appreciate it. Um, this is my first official podcast that I've taped. I've made some more, but... I just didn't like them, so I just won't be putting them out. But this is the first one. This is my baby. Uh, I'm really, really interested in, in some feedback. So if you guys can, you know, send me a, a voicemail, a message, a DM, a text, anything, just let me know, you know, anything that I can improve, um, something that you thought was missing, just anything. And I will definitely try to get back as fast as possible. And so, again, I appreciate you listening. Thank you.